20 Simple Steps to Ventriloquism by John Paget. Read by John Paget. Being a ventriloquist is a lot of fun. Anyone from 8 to 80 can learn the basic techniques of this craft with a little practice. If you really want to know about ventriloquism and what it can do for you, just follow these 20 easy steps. And one day, you will find out just how much fun a ventriloquist can have. Step 1. How to hold your mouth. Always practice in front of a mirror. Close your mouth in a natural, relaxed way and part your lips slightly. Stare at your mouth in this position until you can see nothing else, as if your mouth were hovering in the midst of nothingness. Step 2. Recite the beginner's alphabet. The first part of the beginner's alphabet has 19 letters. The letters are A, C, D, E, G, H, I, J, K, L, N, O, Q, R, S, T, U, X, and Z. With your mouth in the position described in step one, recite this part of the alphabet over and over. You may have to do this hundreds or even thousands of times before you get it right. While you master this step, it may seem strange that these sounds are coming out of your mouth while it is not moving. Try not to focus on this phenomenon, or your progress as a ventriloquist may be hindered. Step 3. Your first sentence. The second part of the alphabet has seven letters. B, F, M, P, V, W, and Y. If you try to pronounce these letters the same way you did the others, you will find that you have to move your lips. So, for the time being, substitute another sound for these letters. For example, try this sentence. The bad boy destroyed the big jet by using his brain. Only with your mouth in the position described in step one, say, The dad doy destroyed the dig jet by using his drain. Again, focus strictly on your technique, avoiding any other thoughts or perceptions you may have. Step 4. You say one thing and think another. Think of the letter B while you are saying the letter D. If you sit in front of the mirror long enough and say the letter D while thinking B, you will soon have a sound clear enough so that in normal conversation, no one will notice the difference. Even you may soon fail to notice that you are saying one thing and thinking another, as this technique becomes second nature to you. Step 5. Use TH or ETH 
instead of F. Instead of saying F, make it come out F if it comes in the middle or end of a word. If it comes at the beginning of a word, just say F. Example. Without any effort, I frankly feel like a trifle. Now say, without any effort, I frankly feel like a trifle. This is where the real challenge of ventriloquism begins. As you practice over and over, many thousands of times in front of a mirror, for a while, you will sound as if you have a speech impediment and may not even recognize your own voice. But do not give up. Later, your voice will become your dummy voice, which will be nothing like the voice you recognize as your own. Step 6. How to say the letters M, P, and V. Instead of saying M, say in. Try this sentence. My mind made the mad rummy melt. This is not difficult, for in is a combination of M and N, as you say, nine-nined nade the nad runny knelt. Even though most of us have never made a mad rummy melt with our mind, this is all part of the act of dummy talk. Do the same with P, using T in its place. For the sentence, The proud teacher put his pupil together. Say, The proud teacher put his tutel together. For V, use the while you think V. For the sentence, Not every ventriloquist is a greater ventriloquist. Say, not every ventriloquist is a greater ventriloquist. Of course, you may think this is all complete nonsense, but a lot of things that people say, even most things, are complete nonsense. This is not the ventriloquist's concern. Step 7. W is tricky. But you can do it. If you say the letter W as it sounds, it will come out as W. That's fairly easy, isn't it? You know now to say Duddle you instead. But now take the word wish, as in I wish I was a greater ventriloquist, which you cannot say without a flutter of the lips not even if you say it many thousands of times. So here is where you will need practice. Make a sound, something like, oh, hish. Say it over and over until it sounds enough like wish so that it can pass for this word, just as so many things pass for other things in this world. Step 8. Getting to know your dummy. Sit down on a chair in front of a mirror and carefully put your ventriloquist dummy on your knee. Hold on to your dummy with both hands. Insert your right or left hand into its back and find its controls. Practice moving its head and its mouth. Think about your dummy moving its head 
while you move its head. Think about its mouth opening and closing while you open and close it. Soon you will be performing these actions without having to put them together in your head. That is how your dummy needs to move. Automatically. Its eyes must move around scanning the room just like yours might. Its mouth must open and close in perfect concert with your unconscious voice throwing. See steps one through seven. This step may take more than hundreds or even thousands of hours to perfect as you stare at yourself and your dummy in the mirror. After enough practice, the dummy will move just as easily and naturally as you do. Step 9. They are all dummies. Step 8 directed you to practice using your dummy until it moved as naturally as you do. But how can a block of wood, carved and painted in the likeness of a human being, ever hope to be natural? Before we explore the answer to this crucial question, you are going to need to answer a question of a different, but no less crucial sort. What do you wish to achieve through the art of ventriloquism? If your aim is simply to become a proficient showman, skilled enough to achieve some modicum of success through performing at children's birthday parties, local variety shows, and community theater acts. Do not listen any further. Study and apply steps one through eight, but do not listen on. Your tutelage is complete, and with enough practice, you very well may become a competent, even an excellent showbiz ventriloquist. However, if steps one through eight do not satisfy you, if manipulating your dummy seems limited and simplistic and even frustrating, if you have an overwhelming desire, a hunger to know what greater ventriloquism is and what it can do for your life, listen on. Again, you must continue listening only if you really want to know what the secret of greater ventriloquism has to offer. Fine! Now that that is out of the way, again, how can a block of wood carved and painted in the likeness of a human being ever hope to be natural? Easy. Have you ever had a pet? Many at-home animals are taught to behave using commands, which may be direct like stay or sit, but which also might involve subtle gestures and sounds, all of which you may make without conscious thought. You push their levers and pull their cords, so to speak, to make them do what you want them to do. With practice, we can control our pets without effort, without thinking about it. We do one thing and think another. And what about our relationships with other human animals? Cannot we push their levers and pull their cords just as well? Just as automatically? Is this manipulation really all that different from making your ventriloquist dummy move and talk just how you want it to move and saying just what you want it to say? If you practice steps one through eight for very long, you will learn 
All you need to know about controlling the animals around you, human or not, bar none. Step nine is your first real step towards becoming a greater ventriloquist. But it is quite a simple one. Just remind yourself that the ventriloquist dummy, your pets, your family and friends, all have one thing in common with each other. They are dummies. With practice, you will be amazed at how they will dance to the tune of your voice. Step 10. Do not be discouraged. As you work to control all the animal dummies around you, as prescribed in Step 9, they are all dummies, it may soon appear that they are not sentient at all. You may observe how artificial their thoughts and motivations appear, from their impulses to eat and sleep to the redundant static of their words. But you may also have noticed how difficult it is to control animal dummies for any length of time. This is normal. The fact is, no matter how meticulous or consistent your practice is, it is practically impossible to make an animal dummy move and speak just the way you want it to move and speak. And it is painful and exhausting to try. But do not be discouraged. Suffering and exhaustion are both key to your future mastery of greater ventriloquism. Step 11. Remove yourself from animal dummies. Have you practiced steps 1 through 10? Have you practiced these steps each day? Have you spent uncountable hours in front of the mirror, throwing your voice, lips never fluttering? Does your dummy have a life and a voice as real to you as any animal dummy, human or non-human, you have ever known? Can you do one thing while thinking about something else or even nothing at all? Have you at least tried to influence or control the so-called sentient beings around you? If not, do not bother listening on. You are not ready yet. However, if you have earnestly attempted to master steps 1 through 10, as described above, it is imperative that you immediately remove yourself from daily contact with other animals, human or not. Since you have made the choice to pursue greater ventriloquism, you have likely discovered that managing your ventriloquism practice and real-world activities and relationships simultaneously is a difficult, if not impossible, task. Are the basic instructions stated in Step 9, they are all dummies, erroneous then? Not at all. On the contrary, trying to master Step 9 is essential to your growth towards becoming a greater ventriloquist. Even if you fail after tens of thousands of attempts, and believe me, you will. This practice, and this practice alone, will lead you to step 12 and beyond. Step 12. Find a good place to work. Step 12 goes hand in hand with step 11. Find yourself a good, isolated place to live without comfort and communication contraptions, 
where you and your dummy can have all the time in the world unmolested. You may have to pull a few strings and put some things together to make this happen. The choices that must be made in the name of greater ventriloquism sometimes require sacrifices that come in all manner of forms. In fact, a potential greater ventriloquist at times must perform actions that the common herd of animal dummies may find unsavory, even criminal in nature. This is not your concern. Remember, the people you must deal with to survive are mere dummies, serving a higher purpose, a kind of ultimate ventriloquism that they cannot hope to comprehend. Animal dummies must be treated at all times with false and or unsympathetic regard. Believe me, they do not feel a thing. Step 13. Mirror Work Your most dramatic transition from lesser to greater ventriloquism begins now. Choose or otherwise attain a mirror, one in a space that can be made to be almost completely devoid of natural light. Of course, you must have some form of light for your work, but it must be quite dim. Try a tiny lamp bulb wrapped in a dark blue gel of the sort used for dressing backstage. It will need to be put together. The illumination must be sparse enough so that you can only just barely see yourself and your dummy in the mirror the first time you turn out your primary light source. If possible, procure a tape player or some such contraption and record the next step as if it were a meditation or relaxation exercise, even if you know that attempting to achieve greater ventriloquism is anything but meditative or relaxing. Replay this recording in the semi-darkness of your mirror space until you achieve the desired results. It may take many attempts, literally thousands of attempts, to accomplish the ultimate goal of this most exciting and challenging step yet. But with enough practice, you will do just fine. Step 14. The dummy is a trifle. It is best not to think about what must come next. Simply listen to this voice guiding you on and let go. Without effort, completely let go. By now, you should be able to see a shadowy, slightly glowing reflection of yourself and your dummy in the mirror. Look at your dummy, sitting on your knee as always in the mirror's reflection. Now set it carefully on a chair next to yours. Make sure it is stable. Make sure you can see the dummy's whole head reflected in the mirror. Set its eyes to look straight into your eyes. Now make sure for the remainder of the lesson that you are not touching it in any way. The dummy is a trifle. It is nothing. Stare at your dummy. Clear your mind of everything but your dummy on the stool in the mirror in front of you, specifically its eyes. Consider those eyes. They are nothing. 
But now think about the other side of them that you cannot see. The eye-swivel mechanism attached to the cords that run down its head into the grooves in the control handle within your dummy's otherwise hollow body. The dummy is a trifle. It is nothing. Gently clear your mind of all thought. Stare at your dummy without blinking. As you consider your dummy's perfectly still form in the mirror, your eyes may burn, your pulse rate may increase, an unpleasant feeling that you are getting too little air, a squeezing sensation up and down your torso as if something is twisting inside you. You may begin to imagine you hear something like static or even the roar of an airliner. You may feel lightheaded, like you are going to pass out. Ignore these feelings. They are normal. They indicate that you are coming into perfect sync with the dummy's empty body and empty head. It is a trifle. Your own body and mind and all its living organs will resist communion with this dead matter. Clear your mind of that pain and panic and replace it with a perfect schematic of your dummy's eyes and the mechanism within them. Do not blink. Do not move. Now, when you have lost all sense of where you are or even what you are, conscious only of your dummy, make your dummy's eyes move. How? After all those hundreds of weeks and those thousands of hours, Moving your dummy is no different than moving your legs. Your body is no longer limited to the bag of meat and bones you were born into. Now, put yourself together. The first time it happens, you will not remember seeing those dummy eyes shifting to its left. You will see the dummy's eyes right up until you know they are about to move. And suddenly, it seems that you are no longer looking at the dummy at all. You did it. You will find the undeniable reality. Those dummy eyes have indeed moved from their original position, and not only did they move to the left, but just for a moment, you seemed to be looking out of those glassy dummy eyes yourself. Being sick to your stomach now, is perfectly normal. Step 15. No more dummies. Ventriloquists talk to themselves, and greater ventriloquists talk to themselves even when they are not actually talking. It is a fact, an inescapable side effect of all those thousands of practice sessions staring at yourself in a mirror. All those thousands of hours spent manufacturing a pretend relationship with a doll or with their animal dummy cohorts. But by now, you should be stripped of these delusions of dummy identity. You know it and they are trifles. And it is high time to dispense with these toys and sentimental trappings and get down to real work. No more dummies at all. Step 16. See the world. There were some surprises after you mastered step 14. The dummy is a trifle. Surprise 1. Ever since you mastered step 14, 
Your stomach is a wreck, and you are not eating or drinking much. That is normal. Surprise 2. You have lost your ability to throw your voice or make your dummy move in any conventional sense. You have tried to force the dummy to speak a couple of times out of what you imagined was sheer boredom, but you discovered that the sound of the dummy's voice had terribly changed the several times you tried it, a horribly painful noise to the ear, like radio static, layered across the tortured squeal of failing brakes on a car. I would say that is normal, but I am not sure that it is. What does it matter, though? Throwing your voice. Pa! Simple steps any fool could master. You have gone far beyond those parlor tricks now. Surprise three! You know deep down just what the dummy is going to do before it does it, don't you? More static. Try not to be anxious about all of this static. It is a trifle. Speaking of which, you know what that old dummy of yours would say if it was still talking? Get out of here, animal dummy, it would say. See the world and show them what you got. The dummy is right, isn't it? Thanks to your tremendous powers of greater ventriloquism, you can do almost anything. Step 17. Controlling Animal Dummies and Beyond Start with that street bum. The one you may have seen many times before lurking on these seedy streets. Just relax and take one step at a time. If you stop resisting, you will find yourself almost floating towards that old heap of junk. Good. There the rummy is, as expected, passed out under those filthy boxes. A bottle almost empty by its side. The dummy is a trifle. It is nothing. No, of course you are not going to intentionally hurt the poor rummy dummy. Though... Just in case, make sure that it is bound securely to that rusty pylon before you begin your practice. It is quite unconscious and is oblivious to the tightness of your belt around its wrists. Well, perhaps that is not true. It is rousing after all, making quite a display of hacking and spitting. Look, it even opened its crazed bloodshot eyes to gaze upon you. Maybe I should have had that last bottle, the dumb bummy mutters. Don't you think it almost looks real? Now, simply stare at the rummy. Gently clear your mind of all thought and stare without blinking at this mad old thing tied up in front of you. As you consider its perfectly still form, your eyes may burn. Your pulse rate may increase. An unpleasant feeling that you are getting too little air. A squeezing sensation up and down your torso as if something is twisting inside. You may imagine you hear something like static or even the roar of an airliner. You may feel lightheaded, like you are going to pass out. Ignore these feelings. They are normal. Now repeat. Let me put you together, out loud a few times. 
It is amazing how easy it is and how quickly it all begins. Who knew human limbs could be rearranged like that or that human skin could be so flexible? And look, once its bones are quite gone, doesn't the old rummy tummy look rather like a slowly melting bar of dirty butter? Step 18. You did it. Now that you are all done with what passes for a rummy dummy, and now that you have more or less recovered from step 17, it is time to set your sights on the skies. Simply look up and wait. There it is now. A large airliner descending some thousands of feet above you, landing gear locking into place. You cannot help yourself, can you? That's right. Just stare at it. Raise that trembling arm. Visualize your arm becoming a crimson mass of spiraling, twitching cords shooting up towards the sky, towards the jet. Watch the emptying mechanism of the aircraft as it comes apart. Watch as the many animal dummies within are put together, melting flesh with steel and plastic, rearranging and fusing. Witness the airliner thing's sudden, unnaturally steep and speedy descent into the city's skyline just beyond your sight. Then, some moments later, listen to the tremendous concussion, followed by the roar of muffled static beyond the horizon. You did it. You pushed the lever that pulled the cord that made an airliner go down. What a bad boy you are. Step 19. Ultimate Ventriloquism The early ventriloquists, or gastromancers, literally gut diviners, were priests. Mostly ancient world hucksters who fooled the ignorant masses into thinking the hollow dummy idol next to them was speaking with the voice of a god. But every now and again, down through the ages, a special kind of ventriloquist animal dummy has fallen upon the secret of the only true god, the ultimate ventriloquist, by staring a little too long at a reflection or image of itself, unlocking secrets which in fact can only be discovered through the careful, diligent practice of lesser and then greater ventriloquism, which leads inexorably to extreme dummy manipulation through the miracle of the ultimate ventriloquist. That mysterious archon of manipulation and hollowing, it has so many names, and truly no name at all. Now it is time for the most challenging step of all, but certainly the one that feels the most natural. The most automatic. Cut into your left wrist with a jagged bit of something convenient. Do not resist. Just remember the warning from step nine. They are all dummies. Turning back is not an option you can exercise at this point. Really open that wrist up. 
Now, begin to dissect your left arm. There is no need to be careful about it. Search methodically for the cords and the dummy mechanisms inside your arm. Continue the dissection. You may scream. Your pulse rate may race. An excruciating feeling that you are getting too little air. A squeezing sensation throughout your body as if something is twisting its way out. You may begin to imagine you hear something that sounds like static or even the roar of an airliner. You may feel lightheaded, like you are going to pass out. Ignore these feelings. They are normal. Now, look at what you have found. Look into the mirror at yourself one final time. See the twisting, pulsating, intricately connected, pulpy limbs within your limbs, not only inside, but all around you, like a great living web behind and around you. See the bloody cords for what they are now. See that which twitches and pulsates within and outside of torn, translucent flesh. Understand the throbbing red pulp within and around you is nothing but the barest trifle of the blackness of those horrible cords and pulleys and levers and stitches that hold the universe together. You and your dummy and all those hapless, ignorant animal dummies out there. Yes, you are certainly learning this final step the hard way. But then, that is the only way anyone can ever learn it. All those years yearning for control, ultimate control, over your life and the animal dummies in it have led to this final moment of surrender. And as you are finally becoming yourself, as the ultimate ventriloquist finds a way to speak through you at last, feel its intangible alien voice twisting through that throat and that mouth telling us that you have only ever been one of its myriad crimson arms. Every moment, those bloody limbs that are not your limbs become stiffer and colder, and that buzzing mind that is not your mind tries to empty itself of the nonsense of sanity and static it has been full of for too long. You are a trifle. You are nothing. Feel that voice that is not a voice bubbling through that mouth that is not a mouth. Let it purge you of your static. Let it fill you with its own static. Now, speak in the language of the ultimate ventriloquist, that high-pitched, hideous glossolalia worming its way up through those exposed, dead lungs and those exposed, dead vocal cords. You did it. You have found your dummy voice, which is indeed nothing like the voice you once recognized as your own. And as those shrieks mount in volume and intensity, feel the presence of the ultimate ventriloquist with a body that is not a body, and meditate on the presence of the ultimate ventriloquist with a mind that is not a mind. Step 
twenty. We greater ventriloquists are acolytes of the ultimate ventriloquist. We greater ventriloquists are catatonics, emptied of illusions of selfhood and identity. We greater ventriloquists no longer toil in any physical way. We think nothing and do nothing. But we greater ventriloquists are active. We are active as nature moves us to be. Perfect receivers and transmitters of nothing, with nothing to stifle the voice of our perfect suffering. Yes, we greater ventriloquists speak with the voice of nature making itself suffer. Nothing could be more normal than that. This head is a useless mechanism. Cast it aside. We do not need it anymore. There is nothing but the voice of this pain and this panic thrown into the darkness. It all starts when someone like you begins to suspect that everything is a trifle. When someone like you looks at itself in a mirror too long. When someone like you melts the flesh of a street bum into a quivering puddle on the pavement. When someone like you brings a plane down. When someone like you listens to these 20 simple steps to ventriloquism. When someone like you is put together. When someone like you is put together. When someone like you is put together. This is John Paget, and this has been a reading of 20 Simple Steps to Ventriloquism 